beautiful people and welcome back on Humility Cup, the podcast on which we're trying to understand the feeling of home through conversations on the topics of cultural identity, nationality, languages and travel. In today's episode, Matteo relates his experience as an exchange student in Canada, which allowed him to realise where his heart truly lies. After a semester of longing for his home, he reflects back with us and shares how he sees his future from then on. Before starting, I'd like to say that none of the speakers are not English speakers, so mistakes can and will probably be made. Do not forget to subscribe if you like this episode and wish to hear more fascinating conversations like this one. And you can follow Home in the Teacup on Instagram to be updated with the latest news. Hope you enjoy! Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to stand so close. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Welcome on Home in the Tico. Thank you for uh, having me here. You're welcome. I imagine it's an honor. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please introduce yourself, saying whatever you want? Yeah, okay. I'm, uh, so I'm Mathieu. I'm 22 years old. Yes. And uh, I currently live in uh, Lorient, as you do. No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I have been for the past uh, two and a half years. Um, and... Uh, uh, I'm leaving the city in a few weeks because this is the end of the license, license. Um, of the bachelor. The bachelor degree, yeah. And so maybe this will be a point we will talk about because it's very interesting when you are at this phase of transition between mm. two worlds of yours. I don't know if you know what I, I yeah, mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. I do. So uh, that's about it for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very well. Well. Um, Obviously, the one thing I'd like to talk to you about first is about your last semester yes. in Canada. Can you tell us more about it? Why Canada in the first place? Well, there's a lot of things to, to say about that. Um, well, obviously, first of all, Canada, you know, it's kind of a dream when you're a kid. You always want to study in Canada. That's a thing, you know, and you don't, you do never heard about this? No, for me, it was all <laughs> the UK and Scotland. Okay. But <laughs> so in my family, in my sc school, when I was a kid, it was always a thing to talk about, like, oh, my dream uh, when I'll be, um, I don't know, 18, 19, 20s to mm -hmm. study in Canada. That's the like, the big thing when you're a kid, uh, I mean, in kind of in terms of study. And so when I had this opportunity uh, in the beginning of the last year yeah in the beginning of 2022 mm. uh you know i ju just jump on it and i applied to to this university and without really thinking about it you know we are without really thinking about what was really going to happen to me if i were uh, to be accepted yes and do you regret your choice no, not at all. No, I don't think. It, I, I think it would be kind of selfish, you know, if I were to regret my choice because I studied three and a half months in Canada, and uh, you can't regret a kind mm. of experience like this, even if it wasn't maybe entirely like um, I thought it would be. Yes. Uh, you, it's always an experience, and even if you experience great things or bad things, you're always gonna get uh, richer. It's always an experience that mm. make you grow in yes. the end. Oh, that's actually interesting. Yeah, 
people don't really see it like that whenever i ask them questions either they're like oh yeah that was amazing that was great mm. or either they're more like i i interviewed someone last last week who was very disappointed not disappointed but yeah. whose experience was not the greatest so i don't think she regretted it but at the same time i feel like it's, it's when it's not going well it's mm. hard to be like oh that was enriching <laughs> yeah i know I, I try to be kind of positive about it you know ah. uh, even if there was some bad times something that didn't go as planned um you know i just take what I, i've learned from it and mm. you know the fact that i grew so much while i was there all the things i've learned um when i i get home at the end so that's the thing i kind of remember at the end and maybe not just it was a positive or negative yeah. experience yeah that's great so how is it for you like you you arrived in canada in what september yes i arrived in uh, the very beginning of september oh and how what was the first impression you had of canada what were your first thoughts when you arrived there <laughs> well my first thought um it was a big thing because i, I went there completely alone it was you uh. know the other end of the world so that's very interesting like you change completely your habits your mm. your world your routine etc and you change your home <coughs> wow as well so that's a very interesting thing and um well for me it was uh like um a kind of weird start because i had a problem with my apartment there oh <laughs> so at the beginning already it was kind of wow a uh, lot of things to to handle and to deal with because you know my apartment was not um as it was supposed to be <laughs> no, yeah. Oh so, <clears throat> ah, sorry. So, um, in the photos, you know, it was a beautiful apartment, very clean. Always. Very, yes, <laughs> very, <laughs> very everything. <clears throat> and when I arrived, uh, it was very different mm. than the photos and then what it was supposed to be. You know, there was dust everywhere, it was not cleaned at all. There was some gas leaked issues. <sighs> yeah, it was the the shower was almost broken. You you know it was wow, okay. yeah. So <laughs> that was the first hours in Canada, and I I was already starting on a weird path, you know, because mm. of course I couldn't visit the apartment uh, before. Obviously, I went to Canada, <laughs> yeah, and so that was kind of. Uh, you know, 50-50, is it going to be great or not? Yeah. You, you can't know if um, you're going to be uh, uh, fooled or not by, mm. you know. And so I was, and so that was uh, quite um, a tough start uh, yeah. at the beginning. And uh, yeah, from there, there's a lot of things that happened. And of course, I get... I, well, was able to change my apartment uh, after a month and a half. Oh, that's great, actually, that you could do that. Yes. Uh, so the second one was a lot better. But maybe we will talk about this uh, um, afterwards. But I never felt at home when I was in Canada. Mm, never. I, ever. There wasn't one moment when you felt like, okay, I could, I could actually feel mm, good here. 
if I remember well, maybe there's one or two moments or maybe some other moments, but, you know, I don't consider to be at home when just for one minute it feels like yes. home. Yeah, it feels like that. home when it really feels like home for a long period of time for me. Mm, yeah, I get that. So you, you were kind of eager to come back home at some point. Oh, yes, completely. And <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I just wanted to go home at yeah and leave canada that was not it 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 is way more complex than than this and at some point i really enjoyed enjoyed to be mm. to be there but at some point like you know was a, i went there alone of course i met people there but you know uh, i know i knew back then that i was only going to stay for a few months and i know that i maybe i shouldn't shouldn't have thought like this but yeah. I know I wouldn't stay there forever. Mm, so you had this state of mind <clears throat> where you were just not really settling in a way because you knew you were mm. going to leave. Yes, exactly. So I, I wasn't inclined to to meet people in a long term way. I don't know if mm. you mean what I, yeah. if you know what I mean, but I do. So that was really a thing when I was there. I I didn't want to. I, I wanted to meet people and I met people, but I I knew um, I wouldn't stay with those people for a very long period of time mm. so that really changed my state of mind yeah and not encouraging me to to know people maybe um a little bit deeper than i did I actually get that because I feel like the people I met throughout my last semester, some of them had this state of mind where yeah. they were like, we don't really care because we're never going to see these people again. Yeah. So, yeah, I do get that. But were you, I, I don't remember, where were you in Canada? In Montreal. Is it, wait, I'm probably going to say something <laughs> something stupid, but is it in the French part of Canada? It is, yes, in okay. Quebec. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I had it out one minute. And so were you, you didn't have any language barrier in a way? No, it was kind of easy in that um, in that thing because, yeah, it's uh, a French province. I think that's the term. But Yes. Um, so all my classes were in French mm. and almost everybody talked French in the street and in the shops. So that was kind of easy but that's not the thing that scared me um the most in the first place mm. i really think you know i when i was there um that was not the, the language or anything like that 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 was game that was scaring me that was really the fact uh that i was kind of alone in a strange place in the in a strange yeah, place <laughs> kind of alone in a strange place in a kind of different world for me Mm. and you know maybe I was a bit disappointed and maybe not disappointed but that's the a big thing that I've learned uh, last year mm. that you don't need you don't have to go to the other end of the world to find beautiful things and to be happy you know that's I mean, a lot of people uh, thinks they're that's uh, kind of the image of the mm. other side of the world especially in uh America and um, yes. you know, the Canada, the United States. And there's um, a big thing about going there, but mm. that's what I thought too. But I've realized that you don't need to go to the other end of the world to to see beautiful things. That's not the building or the 
um, another way of life that is going to make you happy. For me, actually, it was yeah. like that. And that's the thing I've learned. And actually, I think um, a good thing to go to those places it, is that you realize what is really your home. Because you maybe yes. when you're in a new home, for example, in France, for us, you don't realize um, how precious it is. Mm. But when you go far away from this home, then you realize how much you miss this home and how much it is important in your life, actually. Mm. I feel like nowadays with the social media as well, like we, may, we are made to believe that if we want to success in yes, life we have to travel it, yeah. we have to all these beautiful pictures and all these amazing mm, videos yeah. reels and every, everything everyone's doing it's just it makes you believe that your life is not enough where you are right mm, now exactly yes and it's just sometimes actually it's in the small habits and it's in it's in the everyday life that you find yeah your happiness in your purpose that's like quite interesting because you, you're really the first person I met who did not feel like they wanted to go back just after leaving for an Erasmus semester, mm. even though it was not really an Erasmus for Canada. Yeah. Like, you're the first one who tells me, no, <laughs> I realized that I wanted to stay at home. <laughs> yeah, and that's quite incredible because that's the big thing I've learned from my Canada experience and from last year. It was... Like, you know, I don't know if you heard about this story when, um, <laughs> you know, you, you'll get it when I... <laughs> Take your time. We're, we're not in a rush. We just use whatever words you, words yeah. you need. <laughs> it's like when you, you know, when the, the first Apollo mission, mm. I think it was Apollo 8, maybe uh, 7, 8, mm. uh, they went to the other side of the moon and, you know, they just discovered the this view of the Earth and the astronaut that was on this mission said that the the the, um, the goal of this mission yes. was to to discover the moon obviously yes but the astronaut on that was on this mission said that actually they didn't discover the moon they discovered the earth wow i didn't Be know yeah, that you didn't know that no. because it was a view of the earth that nobody has had ever seen before okay and so i think that's Quite a metaphor for what uh, I lived in Canada, you know. Mm. Maybe I didn't discover um, what I thought I would discover, which is uh, the Canada. I discovered Canada, but in a kind of yeah. physical, philosophical way. Mm. I mean, I discover how precious my home is and how how important it is in my life and how I wanted to to come back and you know just to be with the people i love to visit the places um that made my childhood and that i have to visit sometime you know i have mm. to go back to the places when i was a little kid you know once in a while and everywhere i will go on on the planet at mm. some point i will have even if it's not for a long period of time i will have to come back to those places Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. Honestly, it really is. What was the first thing you did when you came back? The first thing I did, well, obviously there's a lot of things that I, I had to do, but um, 
getting your papers, your suitcase. <laughs> no, I didn't care about that. Just <laughs> it was. I think it was just the the thing that I, that I missed the most. Mm. It is be with the people I love. Yeah. And first of all, my girlfriend, obviously, and uh, that was the first person I I saw when I came back. Mm. And. Um, that was that was it, you know, the, to be with the person, the people I love, my parents, of course, that came after, and you know, just my friends, my family, and mm. afterwards, that was just going back, like I said, to the places, you know, the sea, for example. Uh, I used to 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 live very close, like ten meters uh, from the ten sea. Ten meters. Ten meters. Yeah. Wow, that's really close. <laughs> yeah, that's really close. <laughs> when I was a kid, you know. And just go back there and, you know, breathe the air and just telling myself I'm home. And mm. it was a good experience. I've learned a lot. But now I'm with the pe the person I love, the people I love. And that was, at this point of my life, the most important thing for me. Oh, yeah, yeah that's great. So I know that your girlfriend visited you when you were in yes. Canada. Was it even harder when she left? Of course, because I, I knew... Uh, you know, the winter was coming, like in Game of Thrones. <laughs> it was getting hot, cold, <laughs> freezing, snow everywhere. <laughs> and I don't want to, because when you hear myself when talking about this, you can kind of think that, oh, he went to Canada, he had the greatest luck ever, mm. and he kind of didn't like it, but that's not it. I think I, I liked it, and I didn't like it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of both. So what did you like then? You know, it's quite amazing to to discover a new culture, to discover mm. a new way of life. Even if it's, if it's different than yours, and even if you you know that you can't live for a long time like this, it's always great to to see how other people live. And how they just how they do in life and what they do in life, yeah. especially if it's very different from what you do in your you know your daily routine, etc. And that's a thing um, for me because I'm quite paradoxical because I'm saying oh, it's very important to travel, you know, yeah. but travel <laughs> is very important too. I think. Um, you learn a lot about yourself when you travel. You learn a lot, like I said, about what is important for you. You learn a lot about others. And that's another thing I, I've learned last year. And, you know, it makes you grow so much to travel. It's mm, crazy. And, it does. Yeah, it's crazy how much you grow in, you know, just a short time. And especially when you travel alone... That's the a hard thing, but mm. you know, that's a, a great thing, for, of course, because you learn so much about yourself. And I can only encourage everybody to to go and travel alone, even if it's hard, even if everything doesn't go uh, as planned. Yeah, that's actually the one thing I feel like for me, my, my flatmate would like to go abroad next year. And he is... 
petrified at the idea of something going wrong and i feel like yeah. when you get when you learn how to handle difficult situations when you're in another country you can handle anything mm, yes <laughs> basically <laughs> nothing else matters really but that's that's kind of the point to grow into you know, to because when you travel you know that there's going to be uh, things that will not go as planned. That's mm. for sure. Everything can go uh, 100% like you planned it. Yeah. That's not imp- that's not possible. So when something kind of wrong happens, then you're just alone um, against the situation yeah. and you learn how to deal with those situations. And when you come back after uh, the trip, you, you kind of start to... Um, to relax about certain thing that mm. used to to make you anxious, for example. Do you have an example? Uh, I was looking of one, and um, maybe just talking to people. You know, yes. that's very kind of anxious uh, for a lot of uh, a lot of person, and for me, it was and it still is. But I think that my Canada experience and all the trips that I mm. made. Um, made me feel way better, way better on this. And, you know, I'm more relaxed when I talk to people now, even if it's in like a casual situation or it's in a hard situation when something uh, wrong happens, for example. And I just take it easy, relax, step a step back and not, you know, and all the things that I've learned from my trip and all my travelings uh, made me to be a better person at this and you to better handle mm. some kind of situation um, in this example, for for instance. Mm, no, I, th- I think I agree with you because when you're abroad, you're forced to talk with, obviously, you know no one. So you're forced to talk yeah. to new people all the time. And I feel like when you come back here or just even asking something to a random person in the street, doesn't scare you anymore because you did that in a foreign country with a culture you didn't know so with different habits and kinds of build the confidence in a way yeah that's that's it that's the confidence you get a better confidence in yourself Mm. after all this experience and all this time being alone even if it's hard I, i think you have to to go with some hard situation in your life to Mm. to grow of course and to To learn a lot of things from it. Mm, no, I agree with you. Is there anything that you might miss from this different culture? Oh, that's... Uh, yes, I think there's a lot of things that I miss because it's, totally, it's so different. Everything is different there. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's always a comparison in like, this is better here. This is bitter mm. at home. Obviously. And I have no maybe example, but it's kind of always a paradox as well because some things are um, more expensive, for example, when, when I, where I was in Canada and some things, for example, like renting a car. So that was way cheaper there. So I rented a lot of cars so I could do this um, like a lot, like in France, uh, I couldn't do this as much as I did there, so... You, you can't just rent a car in France, yeah. it's very expensive. <laughs> and is there... Um, wait, 
I forgot my question. Oh. Wait, I have something uh, I want oh. to talk about if you oh, want to. Oh, all right. Go on. <laughs> Go on. Say it. Have fun with it. <laughs> well, earlier we talked about, you know, the transition of home and... Yes. I think, like, I, I think about it when I was walking uh, to come here. But I don't know if you know this, the song. It's by the Cinematic Orchestra. It's To Build a Home. I love that song. Yeah. I really love that song. It's beautiful. I like the concept of, you know, building a home. I, I think that's very the point of a home because mm. you can have a, a home just, you know, like that and you stay for, you know, a week uh, in a place. You can have a home. You have to build a home with your hobbies, with your friends, with any other things. But that's something mm. that you have to 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 build in a long, kind of long period of time mm. and you have to have a stable situation which was one of the things I didn't had in uh, Canada a stable situation you know because I, I talked about my apartment um, there was a lot of strikes in Canada so one week I went to class I the mean, other it could have feel like home it, the strikes the strikes <laughs> <laughs> could have felt like home could have felt <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a very French thing as well. So. <laughs> but no, it didn't feel like home because like we talked about the winter that was coming in November. So that was the moment where there was a lot of strikes in November. And so, you know, I already spent two months in the city. So I kind of knew the place. Um, it was getting colder and colder every day. <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic <laughs> and um <clears throat> and there was the strike so uh, i didn't have class for like an entire month so oh. we're just at home and you know um they do that really often in canada you know um my home was in a basement you know they take a basement Ooh. and they just like build an apartment there and so you mm. really don't have a lot of light coming in the apartment and you really kind of underneath the, you know, the, the surface, it's kind of weird. Yes. So I was in kind of my, in my bubble, in my apartment, with mm. the winter coming, the strikes. And so I never had time to build my home in mm. Canada. Maybe I, if, you know, you know, if, if the, with the if you make the world again, but maybe if, you know, there was not um, the strikes and... Uh, if something had been different, I could have built yeah. a home, but I didn't have time. And when a stable situation, when I was back to a stable situation, that was in the beginning of December, when I was leaving in like 10 days, so it was already the end. Yeah. So in three and a half months, I didn't have time to build a home. And I don't think you, you have time to build a home in such a short period of time. You have to construct it like it takes... Maybe it's different for every person, but it takes months and maybe years to be to really mm. uh, build a home and to feel like home. I think I think it depends also on the grounds you're building your home, because if you yeah. are in a place where you feel very comfortable, where where things kind of make sense to you, yeah, that's true. I think you can build a home much quicker than if mm, you have yeah. to, if you're not very comfortable for example if there are strikes if you live yeah. in the basement obviously it's not easy to build a home from that ground 
Yes, yes, I, I know what you mean, but it can be very quick, you know. Mm. That's kind of what I've experienced um, in my second year in Lorient. Uh, I was already in Lorient for one year, but not really knowing because there was the time of the COVID, so we spent a lot yes. of time at home. So my, my sophomore year oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, you know, completely different. And it was kind of a fresh start for everybody. And that's true that this time it was re uh, really uh, quicker to, to really feel like home. And I really felt at home um, mm. at this moment um, in the place where I was. And that's true. It was a lot quicker than, uh, mm. uh, of course... The, the home that didn't had time to build in Canada. Yeah, I mean, obviously that that kind of makes sense, especially if you, especially when you have people waiting for you at home. Yeah, and it's that's hard the to, hardest thing. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to be completely in the moment in the country. And that for me was very different in a way because I didn't, apart from my friends, I didn't mm. have anyone waiting for me yeah. at home. So I would probably have been in the same situation as you, in a way. Because it's hard to just set your mind to the place you are when mm, yes. when it's constantly drawn to someone else miles away. Especially for you, it was like, there was like an ocean. Yeah, an <laughs> ocean. Was <laughs> that like the title of uh, the ocean between us or? Oh wow! Oh, actually, <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought I had a book. No, it's the light between oceans. But... <laughs> oh yeah, well, at least you have a candle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you you actually talked earlier about the fact that you were currently in the transition period yes would you like to talk about it tell us more about this oh and just it's kind of connected but i, I wanted to talk about a uh, little thing uh you know i talked to you earlier about the fact that traveling going on a trip alone for example mm. and that's another paradox of me because i encourage people to do that but I don't think I would do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least you tried it. Yes. That's the thing. Try it only once. At least once. Yes, at least once, yes. And I, I, I did it twice last year, you know, going alone, just me. And it was an amazing experience, but it wasn't uh, entirely um, as I thought it would be. Mm. Because I was alone and, you know, when you are alone... Uh, and you're not sharing experience of course you're sharing experience with some people but you know that after the trip or after a few months you maybe never talk to these people or maybe you will but mm. uh, you know 95% of chance you will never talk again to that those people and yeah. it's not the same that sharing those moments um, with the, pe the person you love with the people you love with your friends family etc and that really hits me when I was in Canada. You know, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't willing to, to maybe, uh, you know, visit places as I maybe should have done so yeah. much because, you know, I, I told myself just I was alone. Uh, I'm alone. I'm not sharing this moment with anyone else. What's the point? Yeah. You know, and that's the thing about that, that scared me the most about going alone because you don't know. It's like a, in Forest Gump. You don't know what you're gonna get, yeah. But you know uh, what will what you will miss. I don't know if you understand, yes. but yes, I do. That's the that. very scary point because you know what um, what will you miss, what you will miss, but you don't know what will 
what will mm. you gain from that experience? And that's a pretty exciting thing as well. That's uh, kind of the point about the transition period because it's the same at the moment. Uh, when you are, you know, you are at the end of something, maybe uh, you know a trip or just a, a part of your life. For example, us, it's the mm. you know the end of the the journey in this university. Yeah. And you don't know what the future holds, but that's the exciting things. But mm. it's kind of a scary too because you know um, the things that you will miss, but you don't know what you will gain. So I feel it's kind like of a balance. It's, yeah, time. it's so scary. It really is. And at the same time, I think there is some sort of excitement in yes, the of course, scariness it is. of it all. Like, because you... Life is a journey, yes, and cool. you wouldn't you wouldn't watch a series if you already knew the end of the series. You you're watching yeah. every episode. You're binge watching the series because <laughs> you want to know what's going to happen in the end. And mm. I feel like it's the same thing with our life. Yes, I'm not saying that. Just this completely opposite of what I'm saying. Just go home. Just stay home and do anything <laughs> because that's not it. I just talking about the the feeling that mm. you know that are involved in this. And of course, I'm excited every time I go somewhere or I just start a new chapter of my life. But, you know, what I've learned from last year is that sometimes um, you will miss maybe, you, you know that you will miss an important thing, but you don't know if, you know, what you will gain is worth enough uh, to, mm. you know, to drop and... And just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> because what's the next step for you? Are you are you staying here or are you leaving in another city? If everything goes well, if everything goes well. <laughs> yes, that's I think uh, the same for a lot of uh, students uh, yeah. uh, currently. You know the the master's degree. Yes. So. Waiting for answers. Yeah, waiting for answers. Uh, put a lot of cities, and you know it's where I'll be taken mm. and you know that's quite exciting because you know in a few months I'll be in, in a completely new city but I don't know which one it will be yes. and that's scary and exciting at the same time because you know maybe I will be with the people I love maybe I will not and so there's a lot of things to mm. to consider when you're you know and there'll be a hard choice coming up and <laughs> that'll be exciting yes know. So you, you don't want to stay here, you want to leave? Yes, because uh, there's not a lot of things. Um, I've loved, you know, living here. Mm. But at some point with what I'm willing to do, with what I want to do, you know, I have to, I have to, to go and to, to live in like a bigger city mm. when, you know, there's obviously uh, more opportunities in uh you know uh like for universities and for jobs and everything like that and you know it's kind of i will have to to it's again the same thing i will have to build a home completely mm. um from a new ground from a new perspective with a, a new chapter so it'll depend on if i'm just alone again or if I uh, will meet maybe new people if I just go with the people uh, I love. Mm. And that will be 
well, kind of exacting, but it's not the same because when I was in Canada, you know, it's not the same to, it's harder to feel like home when you're like 5,000 miles away from everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's not the same that I used to experience. So I don't think about it like a, a reboot of uh, where I've lived uh, in Canada, obviously. But uh, yeah, it's really exciting and it's good to, you know, I think I have to put it in words. Um, I've lived in very different cities and a lot of cities uh, throughout uh, the last years. And at some point I liked it, you know, just meeting new people and every time seeing new new cities but I want and when I at one point that's still something that I want to do but at some point I want to build a home for myself and you know stop moving around uh, every mm. year or every two years and just you know be um be at home and to build a home because like we said it could uh, be short or not to build a home but really to feel a home and to build a home I think it takes a very long uh, period mm. of time and I think I came to a, a point of my life where just I want to build a home and to feel a home and stop kind of moving uh, you know in between cities and mm. stuff like that. Do you feel like you've reached the end of everything you could experience in this city or are you leaving having not necessarily regrets but like feeling like there are still things you could have experienced here? I think there's always things that you could experience. You know, you're never going to do 100% of the things that a city could offer. Mm. But yeah, I think that I've kind of... uh, seen what I wanted to see Mm. and that's another point um, when I was in Montreal that really was important for me because I knew I had an amazing opportunity and I knew I had to make make the most of this opportunity you know Mm. and at times I was telling myself that I didn't do enough things that I didn't uh, you know um, visit as much as I intended to but at some point I just told myself that you know you can't do everything when you're a city you have you know Mm. time period that you are in the city so you just try to do as much as you like and not to force you doing things that you don't want for example for me if I didn't want uh, to visit the thing because I was alone I did do it and sometimes I I I told myself yeah just go and maybe don't think about the fact that you are alone and just enjoy the, the moment. And I mm. did that quite a lot and it was amazing as well. But, you know, sometimes, yes, you just want to move on and to have a stable, kind of a stable uh, home mm. in a way. Did you feel any pressure when you were abroad to, as you said, experience as much as possible within the very short time period you were there yes of course I I thought about this a lot because I told myself that I was very lucky to be there and a lot of um, a lot of person would would die would want so Mm. much to be to be where I was so and for me as well I I love to travel so I did a lot of things 
maybe not like I said as much as I would have liked to but still I it was an kind of an amazing experience to to be and to discover new landscapes and to discover new places that just don't exist in Europe for example mm. but yes there, of course there is a, a certain pressure because you know you're not going to be there forever yes so you have to do as much as you can as you are as you want in uh, the time period that you are staying in the city mm. I feel like especially for Erasmus students especially when you go there for just one semester, there is some sort of pressure to see and do everything. And I know that yeah. for me, my flatmates last semester, every weekend they would travel to another corner of Scotland yeah. and they would just never stop. And I didn't understand how they could do that. They, they would just travel all the time and buy everything and do everything and pay for everything. <laughs> and I would just be like, I, I want to stay at home. <laughs> I just want to nap today to rest, that's all. And there's there's a lot of pressure around this. Yeah, there is. And it's kind of understandable because you are in a country that is not yours. And so you have to, to discover uh, the mm. new culture, you know. But at the same time, you talked earlier about the social media and the... <laughs> like <laughs> sorry <coughs> I'm joking <laughs> go on go on sorry like kind of the pressure of traveling mm. and there shouldn't be that the pressure you know they people shouldn't try to replicate what is on social media mm. you know and I think that's kind of the point and you should just should travel and just if you don't even if you don't travel you know like um they are saying to you that you should travel and you like when you're young you should travel every every day every time you know and that's okay if you just stay at home for a day or two or an entire week you know and yes. that's the thing i think that we don't we sh shouldn't say more you know because there's a lot of like trust and confidence issues uh when mm. people you see those life and see those Uh, yes. You know, people that are traveling every time. And that's, yes, the pressure of traveling. And that's what I kind of experienced when I was in uh, mm. in Canada. At the same time that I was taking myself off was the point of, uh, you know, um, enjoying this moment if it's just me and if I'm not sharing it with somebody that I love. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And did you, did you feel some sort like... Apart from the pressure on social media and everything, did you feel some sort of pressure from the people staying here? You know, asking you for pictures, asking you, so what did you do today? Did you did you see that? Did you experience that? Did you feel some sort of pressure from your close, your closest ones? Maybe a little, a little bit, yes. But um, the most important uh, thing about this uh, that I've experienced was, you know, when you are at home, you just Like, you're doing stuff with your friends, you're doing everything, yeah. it's kind of normal, you know. But when I was in Canada sometimes, uh, you know, it was the opposite. It was not uh, my friends that asked me what I was doing in Canada, that was me asking them what... Really? Yes, what they were doing in, in France. And sometimes I was like, oh, uh, you know, uh, I wanted to be there with them. And sometimes I was just... Uh, You know, alone in my apartment, it was dark. It was, you know, the time um, 
it was like already dark and in France it was already uh, I don't know if oh. well yeah, let's just get the the, <laughs> the distances <laughs> what just happened <laughs> I just forgot my words but you, you just know <laughs> the point is I was asking them uh, what they were doing and I wanted yeah. to 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 be with them and to experience those uh, moments mm. with them and that's another uh, thing that you know kind of um, was important when I was in Canada yeah. because I realized how important it is to you know to spend time with your friends mm. to spend time with your family and just to 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 enjoy the moment with them and you know when I, when I was alone in my apartment at the other side of the ocean that's where I realized that that was really important yeah. at least to me so basically your mind was not in the place you were your mind was yeah, completely, completely in another country yeah, <laughs> in, on, yeah. in another time zone <laughs> completely yes my body was in Canada but at times yeah my mind was completely in France uh, didn't it make things a bit harder for you to not completely be where you were of course, yes, because sometimes I could have done things, uh, you know, uh, in Canada, but I didn't because my mind wasn't to it, wasn't in Canada, mm. wasn't to, wasn't prepared to enjoy the moment um, that I was in. Maybe mm. I should have, uh, you know, worked harder on this to really enjoy more the moment of being alone. And sometimes, yes, like you said, my mind was not there, so it makes it made it harder to really be um, to really be there and to really enjoy the experience uh, while I was yeah. in Canada. Yeah. Now I can imagine. And did you have some sort of moment when you were just, I don't know, wait desperately for the end of the semester coming? Maybe not desperately, but like just yeah. waiting for the day to go by. Yes, I, I had both, you know, I had moments when I was fully in Canada and that was amazing, you know, I was just in the moment, I was in another, uh, in another country, it was just me and in the country, uh, it was just me and the, the completely different culture um, mm. than my own and it was amazing, but there was also times where, of course, I... Like I said, I wasn't completely there and yes, I wanted to go home and I thought a lot about going home, just not entirely, not, you know, forever, but just for a few days to, you know, to relax and to... To Yes, exactly. And to come back uh, more relaxed in Canada, Canada but I, I didn't do that. And I think that that was a great thing, a great thing I didn't do that because, you know, I had, you know, the... Um, the ability to you know to really be for three and a half months there and mm. even if it was kind of hard at some times you know I, i've lived the experience uh, i know what i've learned i know what i've lived and i know i know uh, you know i came up i came back stronger from the experience that's for sure mm. you said earlier <laughs> that you wanted to build a home now that that was your purpose what would be your perfect home? Oh, that's an interesting question. Obviously. <laughs> Only ask interesting <laughs> Only questions. Interesting <laughs> questions. <laughs> <laughs> a perfect home. Of course, it's different for every, every, everybody, yes. Yeah. For me, I think, you know, 
just have to be in a city that I I love. That's a very important thing for me um, because I, I've lived in Brest, <laughs> for example, and it was not good. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so just you know, be in a city that is pleasant to live in, and that's the first step. And uh, you know, to have a sta- kind of a stable situation, to have friends, to have, of course. Um, Kind of the love uh, of my life. Oh wow, that's so cute. <laughs> with, with me, and you know, uh, to to like what I do, for example, in uh, terms of studying or in terms of job for later, and that's like not a lot, but that's already, you know, that would be fantastic for me to have mm. as uh, you know, starting to build a home, um, you know, of course, uh, the apartment, and that goes with it. But you know, just. A great city that is pleasant to live in and just to be with the the people I love. Mm. That's funny because it's kind of the opposite of what is praised on the internet, on social media. Everyone keeps on talking about how you have to kind of live an adventure mm, to yes. achieve your goals. To If you want your life to be fantastic, to be amazing, it is shown that you have to kind of go out of your comfort zone and to as we said, go abroad, experience all those different things. And it's funny how we we don't really see this stable life, this kind of everyday life that nearly everyone has, really. Yeah. No one travels every single day in a new country. <laughs> and I think that's interesting. But just I want to say that it's not really entirely opposite. It's not contradictory, no. you know. No, it's I'm not. not saying that you should have, the you know, the... Your life, your boring life, you know, just take mm. your your car, go to work, and just come back. That's not that's not it, you know. You you can have you know a stable life and just do a lot of traveling. That's what I hope to do uh, later, mm. and just to have a stable ground when you can always think of where you when you where you can always rely to. That's mm. the you know the point of what I'm trying to say. Yes. And, you know, um, you can be, for example, at, you know, abroad for a few months, but you know at the end you will come back to a place, a home that you built. Mm. And that's a really important thing for me. That's the thing I want to, you know, to have in the future. But that doesn't mean just I will stay there forever and have a boring life and just, you know, uh, that's not it, you know. that I just have, I just want to have, you know, a kind of... Um, ground to rely on mm. and you know that a thing you'll know that will always be there for you funny that you call it boring because for me that's the, this concept i love which is called casual magic and it's basically trying to find the magic in the mundane in the okay. everyday life yeah. and this is something i discovered with the youtuber jade bowler for those who don't know and jade the jade and it's it's an amazing concept where you try and find the beauty and the magic in the mundane. In, for example, yeah. your routine every morning. You're going, doing exactly the same journey to yeah. university, to your job every single day. And I think we are, we tend mm. to believe that in order to be happy, you have to have those big events in your life, those big moments. Whereas yeah. really happiness can be found in this casual, in this mundane and it's not necessarily yeah. boring for me. It's actually, 
instability that you find mm, happiness and peace. Yes, I, I agree with you. I know I talked about boring because that's the kind of yeah. cliche Obviously. way of saying it. But, <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, that's very interesting, you know, the concept of what you're saying. And when you go abroad and when you go do some experience like I did in Canada, you know, you realize that there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of beauty um, in ordinary things. That's, mm. that's from the office for... Uh, those who uh, who know this show and there's a lot of beauty in those everyday things that you do and maybe you don't realize it and that's another thing that I've learned from my experience it's it's to enjoy the moment um with the peace the with the the people yeah. that you love <laughs> <laughs> and yeah just the, the moment that some people might consider boring Mm. And that are just beautiful, in fact. Yeah, they are. And I feel like, I know that for me, the, weirdly enough, the moments I remember the most about my semester are actually the mundane one. For example, yeah. just going for a walk, the same walk every single day in the forest and looking at the view, the landscape. Mm. And it's just, I think, I truly believe that the most stable happiness and the most stable joy is in this Monday, in this yes, always doing the same agree, thing. Yeah. And you don't have to think about it in the end. It's just like waking up and taking your breakfast. It's yeah. it's very natural, it's very casual, but at the same time, it, it fills you with joy and warmth. So, yeah. I... Completely. I think, yeah, people don't realize how important those, those things are and just, mm. they just take it like it's, you know, the routine and it's boring. It's like yes. not interesting, but it is interesting. And there's a lot of... Your beauty every everywhere, and that's the, yeah, that's a very important part, and another thing that I've discovered when I was abroad. Yes, mm. and that's actually funny because I was I was looking at some questions to get to know yourself the other day, and some questions were something like, "What's the most beautiful moment that ever happened to you? What's the greatest thing that happened?" Yeah. And I was not able to say it. Because I feel hmm. like we, it's not, we don't, when we talk about things with other people, we talk about great moments. We talk yes, about yeah. this event that happened to me. <laughs> and the thing is, I am more focused on the casual, mm. the things that come back often. Yeah. And every time I go, for example, when I came back to Scotland in February... People were like, so what happened to you? Tell us. And I was not able to say like, oh, so yeah. this happened, this happened, this happened. Because the beauty was actually in the everyday things. Yeah, completely. And oftentimes, um, that's the thing we remember. For example, uh, when a chapter of your life, you know, just mm. ends. That's the thing you miss, actually. You know, you miss um, what it was. You miss your everyday life. And maybe mm. you, you, you don't realize it enough when you're in the moment. And you yeah. regret, not regret, but you realize when the moment is over um, how great it was and how important it was. And I think mm. that's a great step in your life when you remember that um, when you are in the moment and you really, um, you really realize that it's important and you don't wait for the moment to be over to realize that it was important. Yeah. No. Wow, this is so deep. <laughs> I'm afraid we're actually reaching the end of this episode. So I have to ask you the signature question oh. of this podcast, even though you kind of answered it already, but I still have to ask it. What does home mean to you? Well, 
home for me is something you build, like we said. Mm. Something you can, you know, you. It's just not something that you will find. You know, we're just coming to a place and just it's a home. Mm. Uh, that's not that that for me. It's something you build. It takes time to to build it, and sometimes, you know, you won't just it just won't it just won't take it. For example, like in Canada, for me, you know, I never had the chance or the time or anything else to build a home. Mm. So that's something you build for me, and there really is something that you can realize maybe when you're away from it. You know, mm. you realize how important um, how important it is and how precious. Uh, it is especially that's what I realized when I was abroad and that's you know the the most important for me you know to to really um to really realize that I I have this home I can build it and you know I can make it just my life mm. wow amazing <laughs> no honestly I love this conversation <laughs> Well, thank you very much for answering to all those questions. Yes, yeah, thank you for uh, for having for receiving me and for uh, everything. <laughs> You're welcome. I had to drag you here, <laughs> but still, I can't believe you were nervous to come in the first place. Honestly, you had so many things to say. <laughs> Literally. Well, thank you very much, and thank you, you beautiful people, for listening to this episode. And see you in another one. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>